0: Nothing to do? Wanna have some fun? Fun?
1: Fun? fun. Happy Game Summer!
0: everybody on the internet, and welcome to this uh, episode 005 of the Happy Game Family Go!
2: Podcast!
0: And I'm sitting here with my son Noah doing the introduction. Uh, We're running about a week late on this one from our every two week schedule, but we had a real busy couple of weeks as a family, and we had a real busy couple of weeks as gamers, didn't we? Yep. Yep. So we'll have a bunch to talk about in this one, but... uh, We'll be back in just a couple of minutes with our topic of the week. Uh, first, I want to just mention that uh, this will be the end of march episode. That's about as close as I'm estimating the date on these things. Because I used to put an actual date on it. And then, be like, two days later, get it edited and <laughs> online. So, I'm not even going yeah. to put a date on it. <laughs> so, end of March episode. Um, and our topic for the week is going to be backseat gaming. You know you've done it. We've all done it, everybody does it, but we're going to talk about it and see what it's like for a family, everybody playing games together, uh, backseat gaming. So uh, the uh, Happy Game Family Go podcast, you can find on our website at?
2: HappyGameFamily.com
0: Yep, yep. And uh, you can also send us any emails that you might like to have us respond to on our podcast at?
2: HappyGameFamily at com. That's
0: right, that's right. And uh you can also find our fan page on everybody's favorite social networking website which is
2: Facebook.
0: And you can find that under the name
2: Happy Game Family Go Podcast.
0: Yep, yep, just Happy Game Family I think it works. Yeah, but yeah, I think Happy it's Game under, and we also have a Twitter uh which you can also find at uh
2: Happy Game
0: Family. Yep, no spaces uh, after the Twitter.com. Okay, so that's pretty straightforward. Yeah,
2: Twitter.com. Yep, okay. Slash Happy Game Family. That'll
0: work. Hey, uh, we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Happy Game Family Go! Podcast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Happy Game Family Go Podcast. Hey, uh we're gonna start out our segment just like we usually do with our gaming. Yep. Talking about uh our gaming a little bit, the games we've been playing. Yep. Uh well, why don't you get started, no?
2: Well, one game that both of us have been playing is Brutal Legend.
0: Brutal Legend. (laughs) So that was uh, that game came out last year at the end of last year, like November or something. Yeah. Put out by Electronic Arts, uh, developed by Double Fine Studios.
3: Double Fine. Fine!
0: Uh, and starring Jack Black as uh, uh, Eddie Riggs, roadie to the Metal Gods. We picked that up. We talked about it in our previous podcast. We picked it up on the cheap. I ended up even feeling bad for picking it up on the cheap as good as it was. We really enjoyed that game. I want to see a sequel to it or something.
2: Yeah, and Tim Schaefer said that there's definitely still more story to tell.
0: Yes, that's exciting. Uh, Hopefully uh, other people are getting out there and buying Brutal Legend, giving them a reason to tell more story because uh, I really enjoyed it. It was really fun.
2: Yeah.
0: It was really funny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, man, it just flashed me back to my, you know, high school days, listening to, you know, Metallica and Motley Crue and, yeah. and Iron Maiden. Excellent, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. It was, uh, we had started it a little bit when we were talking about our last podcast, but we powered through it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, no, I played it pretty thoroughly. I did. Yeah, everything. he did
2: all the side missions and stuff. Yeah. I just did all the main missions, and now I have like a hundred side missions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned them up as I went. Yeah. Um, you know, side missions maybe could have used a little bit more variety. There was a lot of uh, repetitiveness. Uh, well, a lot of ambush missions, but I yeah. enjoyed them. You know, I I enjoyed them. Yeah. Uh, and you know, when I remember reading reviews about the game, a lot of people complained about the the stage battles. The kind of Uh, strategy elements where you were sending real-time strategy game elements where you were sending squads over here and squads over there and building up resources to manufacture new guys it was sort of like real-time strategy light you know it wasn't super heavy warcraft or starcraft style but it was just like dipping its toe in that a little bit so it dipped its toe in that it had Racing missions. Yeah. It had, um, the
3: hunting missions.
0: Hunting missions. It had a nice variety to it. And all of it was funny. had great art direction. Great character design. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: And I liked the story, too. I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was. So, Brutal Legend come recommended by Father and Son. We played that one pretty much together. Yep. Uh, you know, not at the same time, but there there was a little backseat gaming. We'll talk more about it later, but there's a little backseat gaming on The Brittle Legend because we just wanted to watch each other play it after we played it. We enjoyed it so much. Yeah. So then there was another game that I played, uh, that you probably didn't hardly see any of that I played. I went ahead and finished up, I'd mentioned, yeah, I'd mentioned like four or five weeks ago I was playing Legendary, which was a first-person shooter, um... (laughs) Designed by a company called Spark Unlimited, and put out by published by Gamecock, which I don't even know if they're around anymore. That <laughs> company, uh, I, I'm not sure how old that game was because there wasn't any trophy support, no trophies. Huh. Um, but I played through the rest of it, and it was it was it was okay, you know. I mean,
2: it had its, it had its moments. It had
0: its moments. I got a taste sometimes for cheesy games you know the ones that aren't always the top of the charts I, I like to try out the underdogs to see what they did right and what they did wrong a little bit yeah i remember the last uh, first person first person shooter i played through that was kind of like that was uh shell shock 2 blood trails mm-hmm. from uh, i believe rebellion uh, uh developed that one but this one uh legendary I remember I complained when I talked about it a few weeks ago that there was a lot of sewer levels. Oh, yeah. At the beginning. And, man. It
2: just didn't stop coming.
0: No, it just kept loading on the sewer levels. So, after I, you know, I played through this whole section in New York where you, you, you went underground in the sewers and the subways. Yeah. And then we came back above ground and there was this big giant stomping golem monster that we were going to destroy So I was like, all right, here we are above ground in the streets, played through a little bit, and the monster stomps near me and collapses the ground, and I fall back into the sewer. I was like, oh, no. So, you know, a lot of the process of defeating that monster was running through the sewers to find the machine that defeated the monster. Yeah. So I got through the whole New York segment. We flew, jetted across the ocean to Europe. Uh, for a section in England, and there I am in European sewers. You know? <laughs> it's just, man, the sewers in this game. So much sewers. I-, I think its problem was that it had a big grand scope in terms of the monsters that you faced, and, and there were some that were really impressive. There was the Golem that I mentioned later on in the game. You faced the Kraken, oh. which people will be seeing uh, in uh, Clash of the Titans, which is coming out in about a week giant you know greek mythology yeah. monster um there were other big monsters in it you, know, you had to fight griffins and minotaurs you know it was all you know good stuff but uh it kept a big feeling but it also ended up being really small and confined uh yeah. in, in corridors and in very linear corridors you know i'm okay with that kind of game experience but i i wanted it to open up at some point yeah and feel a little bit less constricted and 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 the only time you ever got in a big open area you knew you were fighting a griffin or something that you were going to be strafing around a bunch you know yeah there wasn't any way out or any variety of the path you chose um and even later levels you know you went back to New York and you were storming the tower of I don't know, X and X generic evil organization. <laughs> uh, and even though you were climbing up the side of this tour open building, it really was just linear kind of hallway design. Which is, you know, there's a place for that in, in games, but uh, they also didn't really have as much a variety of monsters as I would have hoped for.
2: Yeah, they only had like four.
0: Yeah, well, it was more than that, but there was just so many werewolves, man. So many werewolves. Oh. Um, and it was okay. I mean, it was a good playthrough. For 15 bucks, I don't regret the purchase or the playthrough. I mean, obviously, I've played through it all the way to the end. Had some frustrating parts. I did like the health recharge mechanic. You kind of had to oh, yeah. suck up en- en- energy from the guys you killed yeah, to recharge your health. Cool. Yeah, so you had to had to succeed a little bit to recharge your health. You couldn't just go and hide and go, man, I suck, yeah. and then wait for your health to come back like in Halo. <laughs>
2: man, I suck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so that one I played on my own. You hardly saw very much of it. We weren't super interested in watching that one. Once yeah. you saw the monsters, you were like, okay, I, I saw what it has. Yeah, Oh, and I, I didn't like the way it ended. It was huh. one of those. We're going to set up for a sequel. Well, good luck with that. I don't <laughs> think it's happening. <laughs> it should have yeah. just give me a satisfying ending because <laughs> I don't think you're putting out another one. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that... Was there anything else you played besides our other big one we're going to talk about? Uh,
2: um, Should I talk about it now?
0: Well, did you play anything else, man? I didn't write down what you played. I don't know what you played. Can't think of anything. Nothing on the iPod?
2: No, I haven't gotten a new app on my iPod in a long time, actually.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I was just thinking about that the other day. Haven't
0: played anything on it in a while. You and know, I've, I've been feeling been that... I've been
2: playing a lot of Cannonball, though.
0: Yeah, that's kind of addictive, come on yeah. back to it, but you saw that guy's high score the other day, 100,000 or something on Cannonball, we were like, yeah. oh, uh, yeah, yeah I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've been feeling that way too, I got all these PSP and DS games, uh, and then I never get back around to playing, and yeah. I used to play them a lot more when I rode the bus to work.
2: Yeah, but now you just don't really
0: when I do go to do some of my contract jobs, I'm always driving. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe when I'll be doing some flights here in a couple of weeks, I'll get a chance to play Is
2: them. play it on the plane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because planes are so boring. <laughs> but I also got books I got to read. Make your mom happy for a book club coming up. Because yeah. I showed up to the last two without having read the book. Yeah. yeah I was excited to see that you and Sabrina have been reading more lately, though. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe it's sunk in what I was talking about the other week. <laughs> it was all me. <laughs> I, I deserve definitely. all the credit. I'm no, just kidding. Um. Okay. Sh-
2: should I talk about our other big game?
0: Yes, we have one more big game we <laughs> want to talk about. But wait, we're gonna just take a quick break, uh, and then we'll come back and finish up our gaming. Uh, uh, right. We're we're actually uh, a little bit current for once. So we'll um, be back in just a few minutes with a happy game family. Go! Bucket. Ladies and gentlemen, and other people on the internet. (laughs) Hey, we're back. We are going to finish up our gaming. Uh, We'll bring in uh, Sabrina and Hannah and talk a little bit later about stuff that we played for them. Because that really ties directly into the backseat gaming. But in terms of just straight up our gaming, we're a little bit current in that we bought something, full price.
2: And we played it. (laughs) We
0: played it. We really played it. Yeah. What we bought was Heavy Rain. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Man, what a game! Now I we know. gotta talk spoiler-free talk about it, which is hard because I don't you know, know. I wish There's we. So could.
2: many spoilers.
0: We could be spoiler-free talk about. it. Just talk about it in general terms. It, it was like, well, I was amazed at just what they're able to do with the the digital faces <laughs> and the digital performances. It's you so know. Real. I've heard people complaining about the voice acting, you know, that they could kind of hear hints of the European accents, especially in the kids.
2: Huh.
0: Um, but I think what people are experiencing is what they call the uncanny valley, which is the, the more real you make something look, the more the flaws of it stand out to you, you yeah. know? So, like... I mean, the performances and the look on these digital actors' faces as they were doing these scenes were just so real that when you would take control and then, like, get a little confused with the moving the character around controls and so they'd be, like, turning and walking. You know, it really broke your, like, sense of watching a movie. (laughs) But I think it's still quite an achievement what they did with that game.
2: Yeah, I know. That was one of the best games I've played in a
0: while. Yeah. The story was uh, amazing and involving and, you know, impacted me really directly being it's a, you know, story about a family man, at least part, you know, one of the characters that it focuses on. Yeah. Uh, You know, and I don't want to spoil anything that happens in it, but, you know, it's very emotionally moving and affecting for uh, somebody who has a family.
2: Yeah.
0: What'd you think about it?
2: I thought that the story was really just, like, enthralling. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and the characters.
2: Yeah, and the characters were all... They looked real, and they weren't, like... They didn't have, like, abilities, I should say, that, like, seemed unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just so realistic, and...
0: Yeah, I mean the movement, the even the action scenes in a way the gameplay is what they call like quick time events. Yeah. You know, like you would see in God of War or something where you're hitting buttons that match the prompts in order to do things. Yeah. But they also, you know, they embedded like the prompts within what was going on on the screen and and yeah. made tried to make what you were doing with a controller really make sense. To what, what you
2: were doing in the
0: game. Yeah, and so it really kind of involved you more than you get a, out of a lot of other quick-time events.
2: Yeah, like if you were jumping or something, mm-hmm. then you would fling the controller in the air. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Or shaking the controller. Yeah, I think the 6-axis controller, you know, really helped it out. Uh, it would yeah. know, be missing out on some of that if you if they put on 360. It's PS3 exclusive, so yeah uh you know along with metal gear solid 4 justifies my love (laughs) (laughs) um god you know the story was really impactful uh had for us was a twist that we didn't see coming
2: oh yeah i know (laughs) yeah
0: yeah um you know which makes it an unpredictable good story and it's really all new kind of game experience i mean not entirely all new in some ways it it harkens all the way back to Dragon's Lair, you know. Yeah. Uh which we just played in our last podcast, you know. It's like when yeah. when prompted, make the motion to allow the character's progress to continue. Yeah. Um but it didn't have really the pass fail thing of Dragon's Lair where if you didn't do it right, you just got to see him die. Yeah, I know. And instead, then do it over again.
2: Yeah, instead if you did it right, you didn't do it right, it would just you just get like hit or something. Mhm. And if you failed the whole sequence with the action then you would just
0: It would it would branch out the story, it would change yeah. it, right? Yeah. We don't know the extent of how much. I mean we want to go back through and play it again. Multiple
2: times again.
0: Well and I just I managed to convince your mom I sat her down and played through the first uh you know, through the first scene uh with the uh, private detective.
3: Oh really? Yeah,
0: today. So she was interested, and she wants to see the rest of it. You know, I don't know if she wants to play through it or if she just wants to see me play through it. But it's a pretty yeah. rare game yeah. that somebody can watch you play and will be entertaining for them all the way through. You yeah. know, there won't ever be any. I'm repeating, trying to get this jump, uh-uh. or I'm uh, I'm a. Uh, You know, I gotta do this section over again. Or, you know, oh, you gotta watch me die and then I start the level over. Yeah, because you
2: can't really. If you die, it just changes the mm -hmm. story. It doesn't actually
0: make you repeat anything. You
2: lost. Now, do the level again.
0: And there's no really slow, (laughs) oh, I gotta walk from here to there. You know, like in Brutal Legend, there would have been a lot of watching somebody drive around the world. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she wouldn't have put up with any of that in this.
2: Huh, she wouldn't.
0: So uh, hopefully I'll get her to watch the whole thing because I, you know, I really enjoyed it. I want her to share that with me, you know? Yeah. Uh, just the same way, you know, you went through it first. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, you wanted to share it with me. Uh, Because I, for some reason, had to been, finish Legendary. It was like being stuck in a <laughs> mediocre book when you got the awesome book on your shelf. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know, I wanted to give you a chance to play through it first, and I didn't want to watch you play through it first and have it spoiled for me because yeah, I wanted to would play just through play it.
2: And be like, okay, and I know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it would just be
0: And you wouldn't have been able to resist playing through it first.
2: No. <laughs> or watching
0: it if I played through it first, yeah. probably. And Sabrina watched us play through it, also.
2: Yes, and Hannah watched the ending.
0: Yep. Did she? Yes, she did.
2: For me, she did.
0: Yep. Hmm. I can't well, so we anything. had a lot of, uh, he- but so heavy rain. I just got to tell people out there, you know, it's in terms of gameplay, you're not gonna encounter something uh, in terms of aiming and and play mechanics that is just, uh, amazingly different, but in terms of what it has done with the quick time, uh, Dragon's Lair kind of, uh, sequences, and the branching path choice sequences, it just really is an awesome job of that. Yeah. Um, and beyond that, it's an involving story that you're in control of, that involves you more because of that. Yeah. Is what it felt like for me. I mean, yeah. Um, because of that, I think, uh, and because of Brutal Legend, uh, I think we have backseat gaming choices for each other of what we ought to play next. Like I'm yeah. telling you, boy, you gotta pick up that Xbox and play Indigo Prophecy. Uh huh. And you're telling me, Dad, you gotta pick up that Xbox and play through Psychonauts. <laughs> Which you already played through a bunch.
2: Yeah, no, I played through it a bunch.
0: So I think maybe we backseat game and recommend some titles to each other, huh? Yeah,
2: you want me to play a game from the same people who made Heavy Rain, and I want you to play a game from the same people who made Brew, I think.
0: Yep, yep, I think we should.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and
0: then we can come back and talk about it in the upcoming weeks. Yeah. Okay, well, so would you... uh, Now, Heavy Rain had maybe some moments in it that were a little adult, Uh, Mm -hmm. They were mostly just intimacy, and it did have a sex scene and a little bit of nudity. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of parents, you know, are really concerned about that. I sure wasn't. Um, It did have some... uh, uh, It did have some cussing. Yeah. And it also had, you know, basically, it had a danger presented to children. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I figure you and your sister were both old enough, you know, I knew the content that was in it, but I knew you guys are pretty savvy. Yeah. Really, compared to some of the other brutal violence, uh, Uh that is available in video games, there was nothing in it that objectionable.
2: No, not really. If you got stabbed by a sword or something, like, blood in
0: it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing at all compared to the other big game that came out that we haven't played yet, but we did play the demo for which was God of War Three. Oh
2: yeah.
0: That one, in terms of ultra violence, although we laughed.
2: <laughs> yeah, no.
0: We, we shouldn't What's spoil that. that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every time he pulled out that item that he got oh, from the yeah. Sun God,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it made us laugh. There was that something was a little funny. bit wacky about that. Um, okay. Well, that. Anything else we should talk about on Heavy Rain? It's hard to do a spoiler free. Uh
2: no. I think we just about talked.
0: About it all. Okay. Well, I think that wraps it up for us for our gaming. We'll probably ask uh, Sprint and Hannah about their gaming when we get them back on. They're at the mall now because they're teenage girls. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes on the Happy Game Family Go.
2: Podcast.
0: As we talk about Backseat Gaming. all right ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the happy game family go
2: podcast
0: we're here to talk about backseat gaming it's uh it almost came up a little bit when we did multiplayer gaming a few (laughs) weeks ago because we were talking about what it'd be like to like co-op a game
2: yeah that's a single
0: player game yeah but uh in this one it's a little bit different it comes up uh with the girls a little bit more that they want to decide what we're playing. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, is what we just said we were going to do to each other.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, but it also came up a little bit on just, uh, you know, having somebody watch you play the game and they already know the game. And
2: I know, when you're trying to... No, no, dude, no, dude, dude. Like
0: Like uh, when you spoilered up uh, Silent Hill Shattered Memories. <laughs> And you were like, don't pick that up. Don't do that. And I was like, why? What not? What? I mean, don't tell me, but
2: be quiet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what other experiences of Maxi Gaming have we had recently?
2: Brutal Legend, mostly with the stage battles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when I was playing Brutal Legend, you know, and I realized it was kind of a real-time strategy element, to it, and then I settled back down into old Starcraft mode, and I was like, "All right, I going to capture these control points, so yeah. I'm getting all their resources, and I'm gonna build up some more." Oh, they're trying to take my control point, yeah. And and I didn't realize how kind of a light, you know, dipping the toe into RTS it was, because you were like,
2: Dad, <laughs> I know.
0: What did you tell me to do?
2: I was just like. Okay, seriously, just make a bunch of guys and then just go, don't, you don't have to take over all the control points you already have, all you guys, you could go and destroy the stage. Yeah. Just do it!
0: Yeah, so it was kind of like StarCraft, like, uh, if you were the Zurg, and that you just, I mean, you could really not have to get too deep into the real-time strategy and Brutal Legend, you could just build up a bunch of guys, what they used to call Zurich Rush, the enemy, uh, because in StarCraft, did you ever play any StarCraft? No. Oh man, uh, one of the alien species was a Zerg, and they were kind of like I don't know the Flood from Halo, or, uh-huh. or or the aliens, and that you know they were all organic, and you could just build up a huge brood of them and just rush the enemy, you know, real quick, you know, trying to get it over with. <laughs> Instead of, you know, do the battle of attrition, and yeah. I'm building up this resource, and oh, you took my resource, and I'll fight you for that. No, yeah. you just go right for the heart, right for the kill. <laughs> um, and of course, that was the way you played that whole game, man, and I played it differently than you. Yeah. uh I, you know, I was doing side missions, I was absorbing the game, and you were like, <laughs> no, no, rush him, rush him, take him out, you can get past it. <laughs> till I was at the point, boy you gotta not tell me how to do this because I'm killing my fun. and sucking up my f- joy of discovery. Of course, <laughs> uh, you know, it turned out it was a pretty good tactic for that game. If you over, if you fought the computer too long back and forth over the control points, they would just end up kind of building up too much and yeah. taking you out. Um, Which is what makes that game more about dipping your toe into the real-time strategy rather than, oh, I'm gonna get into this hardcore. Yeah. Um, But that's really one of the things about backseat gaming, Uh, and I suppose I've been guilty of it too, right? Yeah. He's sucking out somebody's fun by, like when Sabrina was playing Silent Hill Homecoming. Oh
2: yeah, you kept telling her to (laughs) dodge that and then hit him and dodge. Dodge
0: move! You're not using the dodge move.
2: I'm like, shut up,
0: Dad! I was like, you don't have to get mad. (laughs) Then, three weeks later, I'm like, shut up, boy! (laughs) You're like, you don't have to get mad. So, I guess we've all been guilty of it here and there. Some place we've been, you know, played through. Yeah. And wanted to help somebody out with. Uh, You know, I've always uh, found that advice is something that is much less welcome when it isn't asked for. (laughs) So Uh I can't think of a, a, another backseat gaming experience that you and I had, except for in Heavy Rain when heavy. we got to the end, but I was kind of yeah. asking.
2: Yeah, you were like, alright, we need to hurry this up. I have to go pick a mom.
0: Yeah, but there was a, a critical choice that I was like,
2: sure, I I think yeah. I should do the... I was like, no!
0: Don't, don't
2: do f- screw up your game!
0: Yep, yep, and I went ahead and followed your advice, and it did give me a I suppose you would call it a happier ending than I would have had if I had made the other choice. Yep. Uh, Which I didn't mind that, really. So, you know, it comes and goes. uh, The circumstances when you want somebody helping you out with a game, doesn't it? Yeah. What do you think makes a difference? What do you mean? Between, you know, when you're happy that somebody's offered you advice and when you're like, shut up, I can do it.
2: Um... Well, I think when you're happy when somebody offers you advice, you're much better off because they, like, if it's, like, with you and me, I'd beaten Heavy Rain and you were still playing it. Mm -hmm. If it's like that, it's good to be happy to have someone give you advice Mm -hmm. because they actually know what you're supposed to do. Right. But if you're, like, just not trying to get advice at all, it's still, I guess, okay, but, um, you know, you might do the wrong thing, and then you're gonna, like, die or something,
0: And then
3: like a
2: game, and then you're gonna have to replay the whole thing, and they'll be like, alright, I guess I'll take your advice. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it is good to just not get any advice, because then that person might have had bad advice, and then you would have been... The person that gave the advice would have been like, "Oh, well, maybe that was, uh, maybe that was a different part."
0: <laughs> yeah, or or it may have been just related to your playthrough and not mine or something. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the other thing it might be, sometimes, is that uh, even if you, the advice that you get is good, it's not that your goal necessarily is to just flawless victory in the game, you want... Yeah.
2: Because
0: there's, you know, I mean, people like to feel like they figure things out for themselves, right?
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: like, that choice in Heavy Rain, Uh, I didn't mind your advice, because I didn't know what the outcome would be.
2: Yeah. You uh, would have done it, and then you would have regretted it.
0: But the, the choice in... The decisions I was making in Brutal Legend... We're all about, like, well, I want to find for me what works, you know? It was a play style thing more than a left or no, right answer or not choice, yeah. a little bit. It turned out to be not so much because it turned out to be a good tactic, but I still was having fun with the real time strategy elements enough that I didn't mind stretching them out a little bit, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh,. I don't know, The same kind of thing comes up in parenting sometimes, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I can't, I, I give you guys advice, tell you all about life all the time, but I'm not trying to, you know, take away the thrill of discovering and figuring stuff out yourself out of it for you. Yeah. I mean, you're going to find your own path. Yeah. You're going to explore stuff that I, you know, I, uh, you know, you're going to find what suits you and what you want to do for a living, you know, whatever. And it's going to be yours, and you want to call it yours yeah. and make it yours and have it be you figured it out a little bit, huh? Yeah. Are you sure? I could just tell you what to do yeah. the whole time, too. <laughs>
2: no, I, I want to take my own task, but <laughs> I do still want advice, just not like, okay, so you got to do this. And then if I say, like, well, no, I really want to do this, you got to be like, no, you have to do exactly <laughs> how I did it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's when advice becomes. Control, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a whole label for backseat gaming. Is you know it comes from backseat driving. You know where you got somebody in your passenger seat who's like, "You're going too fast. Why don't you get in the next lane? Because you're gonna have to turn in three miles. I know where I have to turn. (laughs) Yeah, but you're going too fast. You know when you turn corners, you, you do this jerky thing. Look, would you just like to do this? Because I'll just pull over, and you know after a while, you really can get on your nerves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so backseat gaming like that, where it's like, look, why don't I just give you the controller and just go, you know, get a beverage or something. Yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, that's a testament to both of those games being good games that we had any interest in still controlling it after we were done with it, instead of just being like, meh, well, good luck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Well, we'll have to uh, come back and talk when we get the girls in here a little bit about backseat gaming, too, because they're also uh, a lot of backseat gaming men. Last weekend, <laughs> playing Silent Hill, I was, I was like, that door. No, check that door. Yeah, you didn't no. check that door. <laughs> You're like,
2: no, I, it's locked. Why would I even go back out of the it's church? Silent Hill. None of the
0: doors work.
2: <laughs> yeah. I remember when you were in the church, she's like, go see if the doors locked. You're like, why? And she's like, just... Because I want to see if it's unlocked or not. <laughs>
0: totally, Backseat game. Well, we should yeah. give them a chance to defend themselves though when they're back.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. we'll wait and come back uh, after this uh, brief, probably non-commercial break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we'll be back uh, to discuss Backseat Gaming with our other Backseat Gamers, the girls. Yeah. Here, in just a few minutes. On the Happy Game Family,
2: go! Podcast.
0: Right. Eh. Ladies and gentlemen on the internet, this is uh, Dan again, and welcome back to the Happy Game Family Go!
1: Podcast!
0: Alright, yes. I'm sitting here with Hannah. Yeah! And Sabrina.
1: <laughs> and Noah. Oh my god, I'm
4: sorry.
0: <laughs> and, and we're just, uh. Yeah, fine. Uh, we're just talking about, uh, uh. First, girls, uh. Noah and I already covered the games that we've been playing.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, uh.
0: Why don't you just tell us about your gaming? Mm.
1: Well, my gaming has been going well, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. My backseat gaming.
0: What have you been playing? Yes, you know the theme of today's podcast.
1: I have been playing, watching games. Um, I have been watching you play Silent Hill 1 and
0: mm-hmm.
1: some of Origins, and uh, mm-hmm. you recently beat Silent Hill 3. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, we finally wrapped Mm. that one up. What'd you think of that one?
1: I thought that one was amazingly delicious. I thought it was was good.
0: good. You like number three? Yes. But you like number two better.
1: Number
4: two talks out all of them. because I like like number two, and then I like Homecoming, and then number three. But then I don't know the others, because I haven't really seen the others. Well, Mm -hmm.
0: we're pretty close to the end of number one.
4: Yes, so that... But you guys not, have
0: made fun of number one. No,
1: no, 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 no. you see, see, see but see, hey, the Sabrina,
4: graphics, I get to talk. See, see, Silent Hill 1, you see, is, is a good game. A good game, good story. But you see, the graphics. I mean, they should make a remake of it. Not like Shattered Memories, like a whole reimagining of it. Well, that's what totally, everybody
0: thought they were doing when they announced Shattered uh, Memories.
4: But they should, then, like...
0: Something totally different. Yeah, they should
4: They should make, like...
0: With snow.
4: Yeah, they should make, like, the same story. I mean, they can't really now, because they already kind of, like, did. Right. But if, like, they were gonna do another, like, something of, like, you know, another sequel to, um, one of the Silent Hill games, which I think would be an interesting idea if they did, like, a sequel to one of them. Like, if they did something, like, with number three, like, maybe Heather gets caught back into Silent Hill World or something.
0: Hmm.
3: Or
4: something like that, I don't don't know. know. What
1: I would... If they made it good. ...like to say about Silent Hill 1... You can hold
0: her chair if you like, it makes noise on the podcast.
1: Yeah, Sabrina. Um, Anyways, what were you saying? I was saying, um, about Silent Hill 1, um, I, I actually, like, at first I'm like, oh god, these graphics suck, I'm not gonna pay attention to this fully. But then, I was like, you know what, this is actually really good, because if you're not looking so much at, like, all the details... But it's like watching the gameplay, it looks a lot better. Uh And it doesn't really even look that bad. But it it does have some really, really freaky parts to it.
0: It does. And it also has stuff in it that they haven't really done since. Yeah, incorporated in other ones. When we went into that room and it was just making this like broken glass noise.
1: Yeah, nothing was even breaking it. See, I was reading
4: my book when that part happened.
0: Oh, you were not paying attention, that's I was reading
4: the last song. Yeah. Very good book, fellas. Excellent. You should read it.
0: Right, she's reading. We should play games. Well, it is a gaming podcast, but I want to say I'm proud that you're reading more.
1: Yes, you should read books about Silent Hill. Um, There might be
0: books, I don't know.
1: I'll go get a book about Silent Hill. I love Silent Hill, that's where I live. There might be actual
0: novels set in the... You know, actually, one of the things that I also have on PSP...
4: PSP, Portable...
0: Yeah, PlayStation Portable. Yes, correct.
4: That's what it's called. Yes,
0: it's the Silent Hill Experience, (laughs) which has within it some of the graphic novels, the comic books that they put out in Silent Hill. There's actually a whole series of Silent Hill comic books.
4: I see. There's two. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Well, those are yes. One of those actually is Origins for PSP.
4: Oh, I'm guessing that's the gray one.
0: No, it's the other one.
1: Oh, where are you seeing these guys?
0: I can't remember. No, no, you're right, you're right. That is... And then the other one is The Silent Hill Experience.
1: Where?
0: They're up there. I'll show them to you in a little bit. But basically, it's got graphic novels on it that were scanned in and adapted in, like, graphic novel on PSP form. Yeah. That you could check out. Maybe you could check that out.
3: Hmm.
0: If you wanted to read. Oh, so, uh, this, this compelling interest in Silent Hill...
1: I love Silent Hill.
0: Soon we will be at the end of it, because we'll have played one, Origins, two, three, four, Four. Homecoming, and Shattered Memories, and that's it. That's all they got.
1: Then I play more.
0: Yeah, you go back and start over? Yeah,
1: then I watch the movie again. And then then I, uh... Hopefully they come out with the second movie soon. I was Mm. not finished talking, Sabrina. You just talk over me. That makes me want to shoot somebody. (laughs) You see, Sabrina... I think that um, will give us an explicit tag.
0: Shooting somebody?
1: That will not give us an explicit Shush. tag.
5: It was, was just...
2: talk about games.
1: Okay, anyways, it's a About games.
0: Yes, you're gaming. Okay, yes.
1: so... Can I mention something about why Silent Hill 2 is my favorite?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Silent Hill 2 is my favorite game. I have not played it myself. Sabrina, I was getting to that. I have not played it myself, but I watched you play it. Uh-huh. And I... You oh, okay. You know what happened every time that the top, number one scariest monster Mm -hmm. Pyramid Head. According to
0: X-Plays, ten scariest monsters Mm -hmm. of all time from a couple years ago. And what was number one,
1: guys? Three, two, one. Pyramid Head! head. Anyways, every time that I saw Pyramid Head, I would scream and run behind the couch. Sabrina. No. Seriously,
2: come
3: on. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Seriously.
1: (laughs) Okay. But anyways, like, I... I was so scared of him, and that's why I think that they chose him as number one, because he was so terrifying. I don't know, he's just... Where's the skirt? And he's just this weird, like, kind of more, like, sexual figure, and it's kind of creepy, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. like... And I mean, like, he has, like, this, like, big pyramid, metal pyramid on his head. I don't even understand how that would fit on a, like, human head. Okay, Sabrina, shut up or get out. We've
0: been through all that in a a previous podcast, I think, but... Uh, Silent Hill Three was the one you played most recently. Yes, and there weren't any monsters of that caliber in that. World. Well,
1: not kind of really, but
4: actually, well, no, that's that the but, that was in the origins. Mm-hmm. But some monster, no, a monster that really frightened me in that game was the one with the big, weird, uh, twisty hands and the twisty head. And oh yeah, you know, yeah, the, the, it was her first monster to encounter. I think there were some others, but I don't know. This is the big one. Mm-hmm. And um. But really the story just focused on her and who she really was, not monsters.
0: Yes, that's true. The other thing I also liked about number three, going back and replaying it, I hadn't remembered it as fondly for some reason. I'd mm-hmm. only played through it once uh, before. Uh, but they did some really interesting things with the walls.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah that, I the thought that really cool.
1: Yeah, like,
0: they were blurry and yeah. moving and... Now that I think about Homecoming and even some of the more recent stuff, I really haven't seen that
1: since, and I don't know why. Yeah, I I really liked it, like, it was more, I thought it was better, like, not in the part, really, when she was in the bottom of the church and, like, you know, like, when, like, only, like, the, they were, like, it looked like they were, like, drawing on the walls. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the black. But I liked it better when, it, when they, like, went down lower, you know? And, and it, it had, was had making more screeching noises yeah. and yeah. And you could see all the stuff like moving around It was like, ugh And again, gross. you know, like
0: in Silent Hill One, yeah. they did some tricks that weren't just gameplay and enemy oriented, they were they were tricks to mess with you. Like uh the part when she went into the room in the hospital in the mirror. Uh yeah. the room started to get all corrupted in the oh, mirror, yes. and then mm-hmm. she got all weird looking in the mirror and then That was weird. Uh and then the haunted house in the amusement Oh, park. oh that
1: was the that was especially the red light that yeah, following yeah. you through the hall. That
0: was a pretty freaky bit. I really uh, think that Silent Hill three uh, deserves uh, a second look to go back. Huh.
1: Yeah. Well, there were yeah. really parts in Silent Hill three that were really pretty scary. I mean, like the haunted house was honestly probably the part that scared me the most because you like, said at first it first. You, I do not remember what.
0: Well, what was that she said?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I was like, nom, nom,
4: nom, nom, nom. <laughs> no, 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 She was like, like when we first walked in, she was like, oh, this, this haunted house would be pathetic. But then as you got into the haunted house, she we are like,
1: ah! But well, first... What? Okay, yeah, Sabrina, I did not sound like that, you see. Okay, Well, I'm uh, not saying it so, actually sounded so like that. So
0: basically, the Silent Hill obsession is continuing. Uh, well, then won't end, but uh, if it does continue, it'll have to continue without me because I'm only down for, you know, one playthrough each.
1: Yeah. Until Again, the new game beach. comes out. Yes. Hopefully game I'm all be- over well, any new titles. See, like, my social networking site, which I shall call MySpace, it says that I live in Silent Hill, West Virginia. But, you know, I realize Silent Hill isn't a real town.
0: Well, it's good that you realize that. People it's important to have me. the yes, distinction. They
1: can—they t- know your first name, so they can take you. you. Okay. You know how many Hannahs there are in this earth? Why? That live on So, so definitely, like you're, you're really
0: into the Silent Hill. Uh, there are other games that uh, you've talked about wanting me to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you'll continue to play Silent Hill games just you? I don't know
1: maybe i mean i did buy shattered memories
0: really brings us to the topic of the week which is backseat gaming backseat gaming which we will tackle in just a minute after these commercial messages (laughs) we'll be right back with a happy game family go podcast Hey folks, welcome back to the Happy Game Family Go
1: Podcast.
0: Alright, I'm here with Sabrina and Hannah and we're talking about Backseat Gaming.
1: And Hannah.
0: Yeah, Sabrina and Hannah? Yes. And we're talking about Backseat Gaming?
1: Yes. Yes. And Backseat Gaming? Yes.
0: Alright, well, the phenomenon right now with you guys on Backseat Gaming is not so much... There is a little bit of, of watching... Uh, games and wanting to tell people which door to go through and stuff like that, but what also is coming out over time is, you want to tell me what games to play so that you can watch them.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um. So what do you think about that? Is that. I mean. Well, see,
4: like, what? Why kind of do you want to watch Why, like, why would you want to watch you play these games? Mm-hmm. Is because not exactly because I don't really get scared of them, but somehow it's just like more interesting to watch somebody else play it, because...
1: It's kind of like a movie.
4: Yeah, like, you know, I get kind of bored of playing Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why, like, I just, just, I don't know, just something, I guess I could really play it if I wanted to. Right. But at the same time, just seeing you play it, or just anybody else play it, just watching it, it's just, I don't know,
1: just somehow it's just better. More exciting. Yeah. Because, hmm. you, you know, when you're, like, Playing a game, I mean, you can kind of get, like, scared, like, I don't want to go through the store or something, like, attacks yeah. me. But then when you're watching, you're just like, oh, oh, there might, oh, oh, something's attacking you, you know, but you would be like, ah! Right. But, like, because I remember when I was playing Silent Hill 4, whenever I saw those twin victims just, like, standing there on their little, like, hands and staring at me, I was like, oh, I don't want to fight that, and then, like, but, like, whenever I watched Sabrina play it, I'm like, yeah, oh, you might want to kill that, but hmm. before I, would like, totally like, freeze and be like, then I don't also, want to play anymore. Then like, also...
4: When you, when you also kind of get, like, you can conceive the story a little bit more. Like, you know, you can, it's, when, you, when, when you're when you actually playing it, I don't know, just you're more focused on getting through the game. Right. And, like, I mean, yeah, you, you know what's going on and stuff. I'm not saying you don't know what's going on, but when you're actually, when you're watching, it's like a movie, like, you know. Hmm. So, and then you can, like, know the story.
0: And- I guess, for me, like, <clears throat> I don't kind of mind uh, showing you guys through some games. But the Silent Hill thing has gotten, you know, pretty much where you want to see every one of the games, one right after the other. Um, And I guess it's, you know, on the one hand, I feel glad that you guys want to share the interest and uh, see the games. But on the other hand, sometimes you just want to play what you want to play, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, And so I guess maybe I thought at some point that, seeing a few of the games would switch over and you would dip your own toe in and play some of them yourself mm-hmm. uh and then i could kind of go off and play what i was interested in especially yeah. since i've got a playstation 2 separate from the playstation 3 and i am set it up in the room and everything
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh but you guys didn't take to that so much uh and the only drawback for that for me like for example tonight i have god of war 3 that's a game i've been looking forward to to a long time but you don't want me to play that you want me to play the game that you want to see
1: but i don't necessarily
0: want to play that uh, i know
1: but like i mean we haven't been like all about silent hill i mean we've been begging you to play siren for the past like few days
0: well yes that's true that's also a different survival horror type of game but uh you know i don't know i don't know uh like, I think you guys ran into the same thing when you guys couldn't agree on what games to play together, you know? She wanted to play Obscure, you wanted to yeah. branch out and try some other things. Um, everybody's got to be able to agree on what needs to be played a little bit, too.
3: hmm
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, there's a compromise sometimes. It can't always be the game that you want to see. Sometimes it's got to be the one that I want to play. Mm-hmm. And you can watch that game, uh, and then we can come back and, and play the game that you want to see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Would that be a reasonable type of uh, arrangement?
1: Yes, that would be reasonable, I suppose. I mean, I, I wouldn't really want to sit here and watch, like, you play, like, Grand Theft Auto or something, but, like... Right, right. Something that's more interesting, you know? I mean, I don't know why, but whenever we watch, like, survival horror, it just is so interesting, you know?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys still have number four going that you haven't finished on you know. I mean, maybe you'll want to branch out and finish that one yeah. if I decide to play something else tonight. I don't want to branch out and make it like I never want to, you know, have some backseat gamers deciding what I play and and uh, telling me, you know, sort of co-op gaming with me, telling me, oh, try that door and you missed that thing and, and that kind of thing. Uh, I just... Uh, Sometimes, and it's, you know, gaming isn't really a lonely pursuit, or shouldn't be. It's just sometimes you want to play what you want to play, you know? Sort of like having somebody else always decide the movie or TV show that you're watching. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: understand where you're coming
0: from. Yeah. Well, um, in terms of backseat gaming, like a shared co-op kind of experience, mm-hmm. uh, you guys did some of that with Obscure, too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Like well, uh,
2: more of
1: obscure one. We didn't really do the co op in obscure two, I was just playing it. Mm-hmm. But Sabrina did come in a couple times, help me with like boss battles and stuff. Right. Yeah. But like I mean, most of the time I was just playing, getting through like the other parts, you know? Yeah. And then like she would just like tell me, Mel, no, maybe you should go there, or maybe you should try this or that and like strategies and stuff. So she was still pretty much doing like the co op, but she wasn't literally like playing with a controller.
0: Do you guys think that you will do that more with each other? Like uh say If Sabrina decided to play Resident Evil 4 or something, you would Mm. co-op watching, or... uh, Mm. Does that not work so much for you guys?
1: Pretty much. I I feel that, like, it kind of does work, you know? But at the same time, it's a little harder to do it with, like, two people, you know? Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, because, like... I don't know, like... When you're just doing it by yourself, you know, you have, like, a set goal to do, but then you're, like somebody that's playing with you can be like, no, way, I'm, I think we should go over here. Or like, no, way, I want to do this. Or like, we got to go kill that. And it's like, no, 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 let's just go forward. And then you kind of have like opposing things of what to do.
0: Right. Because one so, person's always in control. Nobody's always running yeah. the controller.
1: Yeah.
0: And so even if the other person has something they want to tell them to do, you know, if they don't want to, they'll just go, no, I'm going to go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, no, I really think you should do that. And it's like, no, 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 no.
0: So that doesn't work as well as a co-op game. Where two people are in control,
1: huh? Yeah, it, it it could be, like, I don't know. I just, when it comes to me playing video games, I just prefer to play it, like, by myself completely. Yeah. Really, I mean, there could be other people in the room, but not, like, them being like, oh, no, do this now, go do that. I just like to play on my own, you know?
0: Hmm, ironic.
1: Maybe the first time around, at least. You
0: know? <laughs> but there I, There is irony there. You I,
1: I understand. Yeah. I, no, but it's, it's different, because you don't seem to mind it. I mean... No,
0: no, no. No.
1: so
0: I don't mind it uh, because I consider myself like a tour guide yeah. uh, for some of these games, so you guys maybe won't play on your own. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks for your uh, input there, guys.
4: Really sorry, I didn't, didn't say much. Oh, that's just okay. Just gonna let Hannah have her solo. Thank okay. you for this moment. <laughs> All star.
0: right.
1: I'm a star.
0: Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back in just a few minutes uh, on a Happy Game Family Go podcast with the family wow, pow wow <laughs> Welcome back to the Happy Game Family Go! Podcast. Hey, I'm sitting here with Monica and Noah, and we're having our family Wow Pow Wow. Yep. And the, uh, the topic du jour of the week was backseat gaming. You know, where you're looking over somebody's shoulder and telling them how to play the game, or you're uh, giving advice, uh, or in some other way of backseat gaming and I wondered uh if you guys had run across it in World of Warcraft. Raids. Yeah. Yeah, you you know, described to me uh the way raiding guilds um
2: you have to be there all the time.
0: Well, and they, you know, if you show up with the wrong equipment they're like, "What the heck are you doing?" Yeah. Showing mm-hmm. up with a shield of frost armor instead of a shield of blah 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 you know you're not Um, specced for yeah so how does that come across in the multiplayer experience of world of warcraft what are you some of you guys' experiences with backseat gamers
2: well um one time i was in this raid and i forgot er, there was a spell that i hadn't learned because it didn't really seem like i was ever gonna need it So then, when we were in the raid, they asked me to use this spell, like, while we were fighting a boss or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, what spell? I don't think I have that. And they got all mad at me and stuff, and they were yelling at me, and, like, there was people in voice chat Uh getting all pissed off and cussing and stuff, just because I (laughs) had one spell, so I couldn't, like, debuff this person for five seconds or whatever it did. So, they started getting all pissed off at me, so I just left the raid. Yeah. <laughs> that's lame. Yeah.
5: Huh. I mean, cause what, were you the only person in the entire group who should have had that spell, or...
2: No, that, there's other classes that could have had that spell, mm. and some other person had it, but I don't know why they were getting all mad at me. Yeah,
5: Because that's some other lame. person had it. I haven't really had any experiences like that. I just one time was in... Darkshire with Lurleen, my rogue, and I was in this crypt and I was just getting mobbed. And I was about to die, but somebody else came along and helped me out. And they just whispered me that um, my attacks would be faster if I had two daggers because um, mm. I had one dagger and one sword. But daggers are faster than swords. Yeah. And the thing is, they were right. I just hadn't been able to find another good dagger up until that point. Ah. Uh, yeah. You know, huh. they were just trying to give help, helpful advice. It wasn't really yeah, a case I of like somebody it. being. A jerk.
2: Yeah, the other day when I was on, I asked people to whisper me of, like, inspect me and stuff and then give me advice on what I should change Mm -hmm. and what enchantment I should get. Yeah.
5: Did you get some good advice?
2: Yeah. Because most of the time people
5: want to be helpful, you know. There are jerks out there, but, you know, most of the people out there... You know, they want you to enjoy the game. They want to help out if they can. Yeah, well, I had
0: that experience. I was playing uh, uh, last mm-hmm. night and uh, uh, when I leveled up to 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was out by... Uh, oh, what is the name of the place uh, with the lake? Uh, it's not Westfall. It's the other one. Lakeshire. Yeah. I was um, say. And I was uh, hunting murlocs mm-hmm. for fins and uh eggs and whatever yeah so i think there's uh, some fish
5: you're supposed to get from them too uh i was uh underwater
0: well no i was uh hunting murlocs around their village and uh i was uh getting double teamed and Mm -hmm. i got killed and uh this was the first time i was running back from the cemetery uh, when somebody, suddenly I got a prompt that somebody wanted to resurrect me.
5: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so oh. he
0: resurrected me, and he cast, like, three buffs on me and went on his merry way. Yeah, and that's like, nice. Well, oh, thanks, buddy. That's,
5: that's yeah, nice. I had somebody do that. do that to me once in the Dead Mines. I was there with Josh, and we hadn't gotten to the instance yet. We were, you know, running through the part of the mines up until, you know, up to the entr- entrance to the instance. And I was way too low level to be there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that's when he was just running Lurleen through when she was a lower-level rogue to get her some gear. And I got killed. And there were some other people in there, you know, some other parties in there heading for the instance, and somebody rezzed me. Yeah, nice. Which, which was cool, because it's hard to find your way around. Well, Yeah, yeah I remember that being a
2: confusing
0: mm-hmm. approach to the yeah, instance.
2: Yeah, I hate trying to find the entrance at the Deadmines. Um,
0: but I do remember, that was the other thing that made me think of backseat gaming, uh, mm-hmm. was uh, uh, our Deadmines run, because I was mm-hmm. level 16 when we did it. Right. And uh, that was where, you know, the person in the backseat is really more of a passenger... I mean, yeah. it certainly wasn't going to tell you, oh, we should go over here or we should go over there. You were like, okay, you know, you go here and you go yeah. there and wait right there while I go kill these guys.
5: Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's, that's a situation where you're way too low level to even be in there but you know you can go in there with a high level character but if you go near anything it's going to it's going to aggro right on you and kill you
0: yeah i mean i ended up feeling uh what did you describe it a couple of weeks ago where it's like taking care of a baby <laughs> and if you leave the baby alone for too long cuz at some point you were off ahead killing three or four guys and then some couple of guys behind us that we hadn't seen right already. came
5: out and just <laughs> wipe
0: the floor with me! And, oh,
5: oh, I know, and I'm, car, I'm, car, and oh! And I'm on my way back the whole time, and so I just went back and waited, you know, where your body was in case anything was gonna, you know, come out of nowhere to kill you again after you respawned.
0: Yeah, it's a different <laughs> kind of backseat gaming. It's like being in the backseat of a taxi cab,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, Mom, you should mm-hmm. take Dad through the stockades. Yeah,
5: it's funny. I just went through the stockades today with Lurleen because I wanted to get wool cloth. So I just ran through the whole stockades all by myself. Huh. I love
2: doing
0: that. Well, cool. Well, so it doesn't seem like it comes up that much. Maybe in raids, you know. Uh, yeah. I was. I met a guy who was staying. He has a, a a casual guild that raids, which right. is kind of hard to find. It oh. seems like some. Well, and don't. that
5: sounds kind of like our guild because we're pretty much a casual social guild, but every now and then we'll go on a raid. We'll go on a raid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. depending on who's available and what the rate is. But, yeah, it's not a raiding guild. Because a raiding guild, that's all they do. It's like a job, you know. When they are recruiting, if they're recruiting, you know, they tell you when they're raiding. And it'll be every night, you know, for at least four hours. Yeah, Yeah, and
2: you have to go on their website. And it's like actually It's like applying for a job. Yeah, you have to write, like, a note and stuff. And you have to write, like, where did you hear about... Right, and they'll go
5: and check out your character on the armory to see what your achievements are and to see how you're geared. Hmm. And, you know, you usually, if they decide to accept you, you know, you're in there on a trial basis at first. Right. I've seen recruits, um, I've seen, you know, things in trade chat recruiting for raids, not specifically to join a guild, but just to join in on a raid where they want people who are geared and who've already been on the raid
2: before so that they know it. Yeah. (laughs) I would do that. Mm -hmm. Because Mm. that's why I wanted to do stay in, like, long cream Misfits. And just go
5: on raids once in a while.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Like, stay in our guild and then go on raids with another guild. But, yeah, if
5: you want to be in a raiding guild, you pretty much have to be willing to To raid every single night for hours at a time.
0: Yeah. Huh. Well, it doesn't seem like there's much else... uh, in terms of backseat gaming that takes uh, effect. Yeah.
5: No, it's it's not a big yeah. issue with WoW. I mean, if anything, you may have experienced a little bit more of that just in your own playing mm-hmm. of WoW with us around trying to help you out. Yeah, because
0: yeah, you guys have all been through it before and, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know are rooting for me to, to play it a bit more. <laughs> okay, well, thanks, guys. Cool. Yep. Um, we'll be back in just a few minutes with the Happy Game Family Go podcast with, uh, Bedtime.
2: I I'm, I'm sitting here with Sabrina, Sabrina Hannah, Calvin, Hannah, and Hannah,
5: Hannah,
2: and, Noah. Hannah and Calvin, and myself, Noah. The Mushroom. And this, and is, this is, is the kids, the kid's only ki- segment. The kids bedtime segment. Mm-hmm. So, with Sabrina, hmm? um, what are some experiences you've had with backseat gaming and making well, dad play video games when he wants to play God of War 3?
4: Well, you see, I had a quite a fantastic time. Actually, I was lying on the bed and I thought to myself, "How about I shake my legs around?" <laughs> then
2: <laughs> then <laughs> okay, okay. Shove your
1: legs in a pillow and roll okay, around. Okay,
2: Calvin. <laughs> ha- what experiences have you had with backseat gaming? What? Like how when, so- when you're watching somebody play a game or something, and you're telling them what to do.
5: Oh, uh I've done that with my dad.
2: Yes, he's play games.
5: Uh, games he's never played before, and I want him to beat the level.
2: Hmm, yes, I did with that yeah. a bunch of yeah. Brutal Legend, and Heavy Rain, and a couple other well, yeah, go over there, titles. there's a secret area over there. No, I'm getting to that. Yeah, no, I, like, I'll be pressuring my dad, because he'll be playing the game the way he plays it. And I'll be like, no, you have to play it this way! It's like, no, there's a bad guy over there. I know. I forget to kill him. Yeah. I have backseat So, Hannah, what experiences
1: have you had with backseat gaming? Me? Well, I've had pretty much all experiences of backseat gaming myself. Well, throughout my previous games of game playing, I've played SpongeBob games.
2: No, um, wait, not games. Asking. No, 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 I know. No, Let, me no, Let, me no. Let me finish. Let no. me finish. Let me finish. I've played oh, no. Amst2 okay, okay. and so. She's...
1: she's Very intellectual. I'm going. Okay, I'm I'm getting through it. Okay. Okay, and I've played games like Amped 2, which is a snowboarding game and such like that, and I've played Shattered Memories, but those are about the only games I've ever really played. You see, other games, like other Silent Hill games and such, I just enjoy watching other people play them because I tend to get too scared of people such as Pyramid Head. Voted number one scariest monster of all time by, like, G4 or something like that
2: doesn't have anything to do with backseat gaming. (laughs) Yes, it did. (laughs) Okay, well... I have another thought. Okay.
4: So as I was sitting there watching Dad play, I thought to myself, why don't I look at my feet in the air?
2: Okay, an experience I've had with backseat gaming is (laughs) with heavy rain and brutal legend mostly because I kept telling my dad what to do, so that he went not with heavy rain, I had True. to tell him what to do so he wouldn't get a bad ending. Like, when he was about to make that one decision, if he made yeah. it, then it would have been bad. There would have been
4: a ending. It would have been like a machine.
2: Yeah, and then with Brutal Legend, there wasn't any different endings, but I just wanted him to do the stage fights. You, were, you don't know what I'm talking about, guys. Not but really. I wanted him to do these stage fights the way I did them. Fast and easy. Instead, That's he had. She to, said. Instead, <laughs> he had to. Um. He had to build. Like a tent. No, he had to build all these towers, and he had to max out everything before Every go he go finally just beat the level. And I wanted him to just like beat it when he could. <clears throat> yeah.
4: My net, good she.
2: Well, so, um... I so, um, I have another thought. Okay.
4: About backseat gaming. Alright. So, as I thought to myself, as Dad played Silent Hill, I thought to myself, what would happen... If I did a backward somersault on the bed. Okay, so
2: now I think that's about it for our kids' bedtime segment. It's, wait, yeah, I have no, another fact. No, wait, thought. wait, wait, Sabrina's no, wait, getting weird. No, Sabrina, weird. okay. <laughs> no, wait. Hey, I, I, I really have a really thought. I know, I seriously have a somebody thought. Somebody I seriously have a, a real blah, blah, thought. Blah, blah, blah.
4: So as Dad was playing oh. Silent Hill 1, I thought to myself,
2: don't stop it. If you're not going to talk
4: about it. I am talking about it. You're not letting okay. me. Jesus. Jesus.
1: So,
4: so as so, I thought to myself, this game is really scary. Like, you know, like when you're just like watching someone play, you're just like, oh my god, I'll go in that door. Like, oh my god, I'll go in that door. And then the person that's actually playing is just like, oh, whoa, now. And like, you know, I just thought, what if I was up there playing that? I wonder how I'd feel. So then one, then I tried it when I was playing Silent Hill Four. Hannah, back there saying. Kill that dog! Kill that thing! Yes, you know, you know, and and just just the way I felt, I felt like you were putting a big pound on my foot.
2: Yes. <laughs> I sick. felt like you
4: were.
1: Pushing heavy weight into my throat. I, I I was only trying to help you, Sabrina. I mean I'm I, sorry, but I didn't want your help. I, I had the game facts I'm just all I'm up just on myself. I'm just kidding, I'm just okay, kidding. This but, okay, this isn't an argument game but,
2: family go. But, this totally isn't kidding, an argument. Uh, no, wait, can
1: I say something though? Yes. Um about backseat gaming. Yes. You didn't say you would um, say that. Shush. I, I do understand though, how it can be annoying if people are saying, Go through this door, go through that door, go here, go yes. there especially when, like, let's say somebody just came out of that door, and they're like, oh, did you go in that door? It's like, yes, I just came out of there. No, no, I don't think you did. And then, so they pretty much direct you what to do, even though you pretty much clearly know what you're doing while you're playing the game, because I have experienced that while I was playing a game, and then somebody else is back there telling me what to do. I'm like, I know what I'm doing, man, come on. Didn't you but say you just played two I, games you're like Stop flirting with Hannah. What? I okay, don't understand. On, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I just simply do not, <laughs> like... It's hard to explain. Like, I do it all the time. I tell people what to do. But I get upset when I do it. True, true. Another it thing. to me, you know? I'm just joking, Calvin. Another Did thing I, I should add before I we just go. Myself okay. in the throat. If you have ever been a backseat
4: gamer and put your feet in the air, reply okay. to us at... What's the email?
2: HappyGameFamily at Yahoo.com. Yahoo! That's HappyGameFamily. No caps, no spaces, at Yahoo.com period dot as in period dot com. So tell us
4: your backseat gaming experiences. We love
2: y'all. Thank you
4: listeners. Have a lovely evening. Mwah. Funny.
0: hey uh internet people! welcome back to the happy game family go
2: podcast
0: hey uh Noah and I are sitting here and we we actually decided we needed to come back uh and record another little uh segment uh maybe not so much on the 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 backseat gaming topic which which turned out to be maybe a little bit thin of a topic uh, it was kind of hard to come up with something to fill up a whole podcast with on it yeah but uh you know it's it, this has been the longest hardest podcast to record that we've had yet. We're probably, I mean, we've basically skipped an episode. We're two weeks late. Yeah, I know. Um, The kids had spring break, yeah. And, you know, hey, we we were gaming, you know, more than talking about gaming. Yeah. Which is a good thing, you know. Yeah. So we had two things. We had spring break... And then we had, uh, some tax return money that we spent on, uh, an Xbox 360.
2: Yay!
0: Yay! Our first Xbox 360. I had a regular Xbox, but not a 360, not till this moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, five years after it came out. (laughs) I always wanted a 360. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to wait for them to iron out the early bugs that everybody was reporting. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, mostly I wanted it for exclusives uh-huh. that were only out on 360. Yeah. Some of which we got already. I Obviously, I had to pick up the third chapter in Halo.
2: Yeah, and we got Dead Rising and
0: yeah, Gears yeah. of War. Gears of War was another one I definitely wanted to play. So, you know, and of course, now that we're so late on some of these games, late to the party, uh, we could pick them up, uh. Use
2: like fifteen, twenty bucks.
0: Ten bucks Gears. on the Gears of War. Oh yeah. Uh, Halo Three was, it was thirty. So you know, with spring break and with us focusing more on playing games, maybe than talking about them, uh, and just going ahead and admitting we were going to slip on that podcast episode, we have more our gaming to talk about. Yeah. We need to talk about our gaming. Yeah. So I think. When we last left off, we had uh, talked about Heavy Rain. Yep. And uh, since then, we've played a bunch more. Yeah, we have. I mean, we both had already beat Heavy Rain. We've played a bunch of other games. Yeah. So go for it, dude.
2: Well, most of the games I've been playing are all in the same series of games, which is God of War.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: And
2: because we just got God of War 3, so for some reason, I started off with God of War 3.
0: Because and it was in HD.
2: Because it was, yeah. And then... <laughs> and then
0: you didn't want to play the God, God War of War 1 and, 1 and 2 and on PS2. You were like, eh.
2: Yeah, we need the collection. And yeah, so, remastered. you know, you had
0: some of that money, and so then we bought you the collection. Yeah. And now you're playing that 1 and 2 in HD.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh so the first one we played was God of War 3, which both of us beat. Yep. And we both very much liked.
2: Yep. Yes. And, uh...
0: Yeah. And which I wrote a uh, little. Haiku review. I uh, yeah, did. Oh,
2: and you're joking. Yeah, where I
0: called it, uh, since it was so bloody, I said you could call it Wad of Gore.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I was pretty good at that. Yeah, just yeah. It just the
2: legs.
0: But uh, no, it was a great game. Uh, really good refinement of the stuff they'd done in the first two. Uh, You know, a lot less uh, irritation from the puzzles. Maybe I would say. Yeah,
2: there there wasn't really that many puzzles in God of War Three. You
0: know, and that was all right because yeah. man, I pushed enough blocks around.
2: Yeah, and I know, and I like slashing guys and cutting off their legs and pulling out their eyeballs at the same time it
0: was really a (laughs) gross game he was very brutal but he was brutal in the whole series but kind of extra brutal in number three yeah i
2: know because they're like we gotta make him extra brutal for (laughs) blu-ray over the
0: top in in detail (laughs) it was a little uncomfortable sometimes (laughs) you know i mean I, i guess it was maybe not good of them to go ahead and show the worst gore in the demo
2: with yeah. the head
0: removal. <laughs> Although that hurts in this battle too.
2: Oh Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't go into gross. detail, but
0: um I would say, you know, that kinda of brings up something about backseat gaming a little bit though, in that you got you okay, you watched me play uh, God of War. Yeah. After you played it. Mhm. Um but you watched me play the demo in the first place with head, yeah. which had the, you know, head ripping. Um and you were less uncomfortable backseat gaming, watching that, yeah. than you were in heavy rain when they just, you know, had a couple of people making out and having a, a, a you know, romantic love scene. Yeah. Because when you guys were watching that, you're all, Ugh, oh, <laughs> ee, they're having sex. Yeah. So, you know, it's weird. That's a weird thing that, you know... Horrible, bloody violence would be less <laughs> disturbing to you. I know. Yeah. Why do you think that is?
2: I don't know. Just because, like, horrible, bloody violence is just, it's awesome and <laughs> cool. Watching, they're like, oh, he ripped the head off of him. And... Yeah, yeah. But. Maybe with... it's
0: because it's less real to you. Yeah. You know, because, uh, uh, you know adults actually you know do make out and have sex and yeah. there's you know exposed boobies and stuff whereas you'll probably never see hopefully somebody rip the head off of somebody else in real life i sure hope not you know and so
2: pull it out of their like pocket or whatever and see oh we did
0: notice they changed that from the demo
2: yeah it wasn't um
0: with the loud. helios head yeah. yeah every time in the demo you pulled out the he- helios Wah! head Wah! And then in the in the, in the final uh, game was kind of
2: yeah it was all quiet
0: yeah still it was there but it, was, yeah. it didn't have quite the comedy effect yeah from the first from the demo um, so you enjoyed number three and yep. you're what partway through number one now
2: yeah I'm on the challenge of Poseidon
0: Oof. in Pretty the far. temple of Pandora. Yeah. Ah, cool. And you even fired up the PSP game. Yeah,
2: Change of Olympus. I haven't played that much of it, but I've played, like, the first two or three levels.
0: So it'd be fair to say you've become an instant, sudden fan of the God of yeah. War series. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, we played that. Was there anything else I played on PS3? I can't think of anything else I did play on PS3. I don't think I did. Hmm. Um, but, having picked up the 360, the game that I decided to tackle first, and I wonder if it wasn't, maybe a mistake, because it seems pretty involved, was Dead Rising. Same one you did, too. Yeah. So, Dead Rising, I've fired up, and, uh, already, you know, you know, there's multiple missions you take on at one time in that thing, and you watch some of them. Just run out of time and go away. You can't get over there in time. Yeah, I know. It's got a weird save system where, you know, you power up your guy and then start over. Yeah,
2: that's the only bad part about that. Like, you have have to constantly find a place to save. Because if you die, Mm -hmm. you can either start the whole game over with, like, your current status and, like, all your items and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or you can just go back to your save point.
0: Wherever How you, you saved last year. Yeah,
2: and um, I died.
0: But I guess you, eventually, you to beat the whole game, to get everything you need to, to unravel the mystery and blah, blah, blah,
2: uh-huh.
0: you have to do that. You do? Yeah, because you're not strong enough or fast enough, even just on a single playthrough to do the whole mystery. You kind of have to reset it a couple of times after you boost up your guy. From what yeah. I've read. Yeah. Which... Seems like it's going to stretch it out a little longer than maybe I want, but yeah. I think I might do it.
2: I'm probably, I don't know if I will, I might just watch you. Yeah. See how the whole mystery is solved, and then maybe just play it through. Yeah. Kill zombies with a Nerf gun.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently when you get your guy all powered up, it's a lot easier, because I was getting beat up by zombies pretty Yeah, deep, pretty I was bad. too. Yeah.
2: Cause I had a small little handgun and there's like three hundred zombies. It's crazy. I don't
0: know where all the weapons are, and you know, know, all I could do was pick up cash registers and (sighs) too slow swinging cash
3: registers.
0: (laughs) 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 Then I was uh, rescuing people, but they were too slow and they were getting killed. Yeah, I'm getting frustrated.
2: It's funny whenever you're just running around the mall, going to a mission or something, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you see like. James Henry has died.
0: You're like, what? Where was he? Yeah, yeah, I know. So that's an interesting one. It's definitely, I'm glad I got it, though, because yeah. all I had played before was the Wii version. Yeah. In the Wii version, you know, you could see the whole mall, but you couldn't see any zombies in the distance. They mm. popped, they faded in when you got close to them, so you don't know which direction you should run.
2: Yeah, you know,
0: you don't know how many zombies you're gonna run into. I don't know. I I didn't like it as much as.
2: Was it the same game still? Just
0: it didn't have the photography. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't have kind of the free roaming, go anywhere you want in the mall. It kind of sent you more in a mission structure. Huh. Which, you know, is maybe a little friendlier, you know, to play through. It might not have the confusing restart weird save system. Yeah. might be worth a try for that. And, of course, you know, you've got waggle zombie whacking. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, there's some things to recommend it, but uh, it was just such a weird choice to take that one over to the Wii.
2: Yeah, no, like... I don't know. I wonder,
0: did they sign something with Microsoft? That says I will never bring this game to PlayStation Three. Yeah,
2: it should have been PlayStation Three, like Xbox Three Hundred and Sixteen, PS Three, not Xbox Three Hundred and Sixteen
0: Wii. Well, I was only irritated about that before I got a Three Hundred and Sixty. Now I have yeah. the game. <laughs> but uh, they're bringing over the sequel to both okay. of them. No, uh, PlayStation Three and Three Hundred and Sixty. Oh, they are. Yeah.
2: Which one should we get on? Oh,
0: uh, Three Hundred and Sixty. Yeah. I like to keep series on the same yeah. console if I can. I get irritated when they get off, mm-hmm. and then you gotta hook up different consoles to play through a series. You know. Yeah. Um, but... The other one they did that with was Condemned, which is another scary game. I want to get for 360 sometime. Yeah. I got it for PC, but.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We make the same noise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, PC, your mom's on it with the World of Warcraft. Yeah. So what, why do I even buy games for it? <laughs> <laughs> or you're on it with your lockers. Yeah, <laughs> lockers. <laughs> ching <laughs> uh, Okay, what else we've been gaming? Is that about it? Um, I mean, we got some more games that we should probably wait to talk about because we haven't played.
2: Yeah, I played some ODSC. I got... Um, oh, yeah. That's another one. You haven't played any
0: of the previous Halo. <laughs> <laughs> you drop into this plot and be like, what? HD. <laughs> Who are these guys? i was going to play
2: Halo 1. on. I play it in the Xbox and stuff and uh-huh. it works. Except it's not or er, full screen, widescreen or oh, whatever.
0: It's not, well, yeah, that would be really hard to do. I, I, yeah. Is it up-res? Is it in HD? It should be.
2: I don't know. I, hmm. I'll have
0: to if I
2: out. I'll have to compare, like try it on the regular Xbox and then on the three sixty.
0: Yeah, you know the three sixty experience is gonna be like my eighty gig PS three experience. It's gonna be almost really sort of backwards compatible kinda. Of, yeah, no. Most things but not maybe everything that you want.
2: Yeah, they I know that they have added some games since um they first put it out because one time I brought it Psychonaut Psychonauts uh um Colin's test. hmm And they hadn't it didn't work on it their three sixty. yeah. And now it does. Huh.
0: Well I should uh try Psychonauts on uh our new three sixty. Yeah. As we talked about we were supposed to play Psychonauts should, and Indigo Prophecy yeah. after heavy rain and uh and Blue Legend. But that was yeah. before we got all these other games. So. <laughs> I know. so, you know, internet folks, you know, we're sorry. That we've been slacking, yeah. we've been gaming, and, you know, Sorry. working and doing things. It's just been real busy. But we wanted to come back and update you on our gaming. So uh, that ought to hold us for now. Yeah. Until our next episode. And yeah. now,
2: now we should go watch the final episode of The Tester.
0: Oh, man, i got to get that downloaded here yeah. tonight. Oh, it's going to take forever to download. You're right. Okay, all right, thanks for oh joining us, folks. Oh my God! We gotta find out who their tester is. <laughs> who's their tester <laughs> after all, they kicked up they beat up all those uh uh nerf helmet wearing guys last week. the, I know the drama not. was extensive, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us for this segment here, the Happy Game Family Go podcast. Of course, uh, we'll be back in just a minute uh, with our bedtime segment. We already did the kids' bedtime yeah. like a week and a half ago.
2: <laughs> I know.
0: But I got to get Mark in here and talk about uh, backseat gaming a little bit. But we'll get that done uh, for you in just a little bit. Uh, but right now, we're going to go watch the tester and find out who's the tester. <gasps> okay. <gasps> Thanks for joining us, folks. We'll be right back with a Happy Game Family Go!
2: Podcast!
0: Okay, welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to the Happy Game Family Go Podcast. I'm sitting here with Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. It's been such a busy, hectic day. I've I've barely seen you oh, today. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is our bedtime segment, and uh, this it's been like a month since we've done it last. Really, uh, this podcast was took a long time to put out. <laughs> we had spring break, and we had a lot of fun playing games instead of talking about
3: it. Right.
0: But we, um, we did for our theme of the podcast was, was backseat gaming, which was, you know, most included people just kind of watching you gaming and helping and or having comments or also maybe, uh, you know, like backseat driving, telling you how to game and where mm-hmm. to go and, and things like that. And I don't know, it might've been kind of a thin topic, but it's one that came up right for me with the kids a little bit, uh, uh, and with Hannah wanting to watch Silent Hill, uh, all of the Silent Hill games, so as quickly as possible <laughs> when she was coming over, so uh, you know I decided to pick that one as our topic. But I don't know; it it was all right. Yeah. But it just took us forever to put this podcast out. Uh, it was kind of hard to get anybody to want to sit down and do it. I, I hope the thrill hasn't worn off on on podcasting.
5: Well, I think sometimes you just kind of have to, you know, fit it in with other stuff because everybody does have, you know, other things that they, you know, that they get involved in and don't necessarily want to set aside right at that particular second.
0: Yeah. Well, and our first listener, uh, who I knew was a listener, his name was Eric. I, mm-hmm. I worked with him at the, the casino software company a little bit. He he made sure and give me the advice to, you know, you know, do it as long as it was fun. Right. <laughs> Which uh, which meant kind of taking a break and taking Mm -hmm. a little more slowly this
5: episode. Yeah, well, because it's not a job, you know. It's not like we have a contract on TV or something, you know. And somebody's breathing down our neck. No, no. You know, if we have something that we want to to talk about, we can.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, what do you do? You have any uh, viewpoints on the topic on backseat gaming? Has it been something I remember? (laughs) Okay. Here's a family memory for us. The first memory of Backseat Gaming when Sabrina got you to uh, first learn to uh, use an analog stick on the Nintendo 64... Because of how she wanted to watch Mario.
5: Oh, yeah, because she didn't want to just watch the intro video. That wasn't so much backseat gaming, though. I mean, she wasn't telling me what to do or anything. No, she no. She just wanted to see the game.
0: But she did get you to play it because it wasn't good enough just to watch the demo loop after a while. Right. She wanted to see <laughs> the full cartoon adventure of Mario Yeah, 64. I mean, I guess
5: I guess when I think of backseat gaming, I think more of somebody watching you while you're playing and like kind of trying to nudge you in a specific direction. Yeah. Which is something that I personally don't like. You know, that's why I don't really like people to watch me while I'm playing a game. Mm -hmm. I'd rather play a game the way I read a book, you know, just me and the game.
0: Yeah. I understand that. And I probably have been guilty of that once or twice, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're playing something, trying to be helpful. Right. You know, (laughs) Noah's done the same thing. And so, you know, my own sin has come back Mm -hmm. on me and have, have Noah being, no, don't do it that way. And I'm, Dang it <laughs> boy. I'll do it the way I wanna do it. And then turned out he was right on the, the game I was talking about, Right. Legend. You know, it was much easier to do it the way he told me, but I wanted to figure well, it out. Well,
5: yeah, that's that's the thing. That's why you know, that's. Why I know that some people like other people to watch them play games, and to, for me, it just makes me self-conscious. Yeah, yeah, and
0: it, it kind of increases the frustration factor if you get stuck on a part, mm-hmm. and you got somebody there harping on you. No, no, do that! You know, <laughs> you're like, Ugh, where's yeah. the fun in this?
5: Or even just watching, you know, it's kind of like, well, why don't you go do something? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Although there are some games, like uh, I was trying to get you to watch me play uh, Heavy Rain, and uh, you seemed reluctant at first, but when it, when you did see the first couple of chapters of it, uh, I hope you saw that that, that game kind of played out almost like a movie to watch.
5: Right. Well, and it's not like I didn't want to see the game at all. I just didn't want to sit there for, you know, 10 solid hours while <laughs> you were playing it through. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. Well, I'll have to go back through, and we'll do it a little bit at a time. Another, you know, some, some other podcaster I had listened to has said that his wife had sat along and watched him play through the whole thing. So I was like, Ooh, I want that well, too. And that's,
5: <laughs> and that's cool for her. You know, like I said, it's not like I don't want to watch it, but more like in episodes, like it was a TV show. Yeah. Cause I also have, you know, games that I want to play and, you know, things that I like to do. And,
0: yeah. Well, it's, I get fidgety after a while. <laughs> it's And it's not necessarily... A lot of games aren't any good for it, you know. Uh, if you're... Like, I know there have been games that you've mm-hmm. just, you know, sat down and watched for a few minutes until I, you know, get stuck or I'm doing the same part over and over. Right, or, and then it's... Just laboriously walking through the level to the other side of the level.
5: Right, well, in a lot of games, you know, it's... Fun to watch the cutscenes, but not so much the gameplay. Yeah, because it is just a lot of repetition. Even if you're not seeing specifically the same thing getting done over and over again, you know it's a lot of walking around. It's a lot of grinding.
0: Yeah, well, our, you know, our, like
5: watching people in World of Warcraft kill boars.
0: Yeah, I've, I haven't found World of Warcraft to be very interesting to watch someone else do. You mm-hmm. know, it's when when you come on a big cutscene, I'll come up. Ooh, what's that? You know, yeah. something's happening, but. Um, watching the battle scenes and going through the dungeon. Probably about as interesting as you watching a shooter and being, oh, now it's a floating gun climbing a ladder and a floating gun, you know, shooting he's more guys. Oh, shooting guy.
5: that guy in a black suit. Oh, look, there's some guys in green suits. Now it's time to shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was one of the things that did excite me about Heavy Rain, though, is that it could be more of a spectator game. Mm-hmm. Some games are better for spectating.
5: Right. Well, I mean the main the main problem with any game, even if it's good for spectating, is that if it's something that as a player you're into and you just really want to intensively play it until you've finished it, that's not necessarily gonna lend itself so well to an audience. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna play a game for five or six hours straight, you know, maybe just taking a break for lunch. Mm-hmm. I'm you know, I mean I guess I can't speak for most people. I just can't sit still and watch something for that long.
0: Yeah even a mini series or something well, really yeah. Involving. I mean I'm
5: going to want to get up and take a break and you know do my own thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think the uh the interest level you get from playing a game can sustain it for a longer length of time you're mm-hmm. interacting.
5: Well, with, you're right? engaged.
0: Yeah. Sometimes we've had good luck when you're reading or doing other things in the same room and and when something momentous happens. Yeah. I can point it out, but then on the other hand, you're reading. And so I'm like, oh, oh, stop reading and pay attention to this. <laughs>
5: That's always the funny thing about reading in
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's happened a few times
5: with us. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't want to record a super long segment That's this cool. time around. uh... I think uh, we've about played a topic out. I, I'm starting to consider doing a podcast without a topic at all. Just, you know, so mm-hmm, we yeah, can just, just wander. Sort of and shoot in
5: shooting the breeze.
0: Yeah. Just because I don't want the topics to end up feeling forced. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, all cool. Right. Cool. All right.
5: <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Yeah. We recorded the podcast. <laughs> all right.
0: Thanks again, man. You're welcome. I love you.
5: I love you too. <laughs>
0: Uh, we'll be right back uh, with my uh, closer, of the Happy Game Family Go! podcast. Hey people, welcome back to the Happy Game Family Go Podcast. This is just Dana, the dad of the Happy Game Family, wrapping up this uh, this episode that I uh, had a lot more challenge making, man. Uh, this one was a long time coming, and it looks to be maybe shorter than some of our other ones. And it's, I'm going to keep true with that, man, because I'm going to do a quick, uh, shorter wrap-up on this. Uh, you know, we, we covered the backseat gaming, I think, pretty well uh, in terms of Uh, what I want to say just on my own about it, I want to say, you know, uh, at the time you want to pick your own games, you want to pick what you do in your games, but games are something that are meant to be played together, um, you know, at least throughout history they have been, you know, not that there's not a lot of single player experiences out there, uh, but for me, getting the family involved in gaming means, uh, uh, yielding to their willpower uh, a little bit now and then, and I, I have as much fun doing that as I did, uh, sitting by myself, uh, playing games alone, so, uh, if that means I'm not choosing which door I'm opening or which title I'm playing, uh, I just gotta remember to be cool about that myself. Hey, uh, you know, there's been plenty of video game news going out. A Microsoft Game Room recently came out. I was able to download that on, uh, 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 the 360 that our family was able to get with some cash, uh, that we got back from our taxes, and, uh, it looks pretty interesting, you know, and as far as what I gotta say, I, you know, I know that a lot of people are into the online leaderboards and the, uh, high scores, comparing those online, now, I might end up with some interest in that, I'm not really a big online player, for me it's the rewind feature, it's the killer feature of, uh, Microsoft's custom MAME implementation, Basically, uh, being able to play these games, uh, you know, I only really sampled uh, uh, Crystal Castles, but being able to, especially on that one, you know, uh, being able to rewind when I got killed and, you know, go past the level that I always got stuck on and go to the next one, uh, you know, that perked up my interest in uh, picking up some games on the service. That being said, Crystal Castles is meant to be played with a trackball. And uh, much like I found uh, in last uh, our last episode, the old versus new episode, where we found that playing Pong with a analog stick was really not a good service to the experience of the game. Same thing was true with Crystal Castles. I imagine it'll be a true of Marble Madness as well, you know... Uh, uh some of these games uh they existed as a piece of hardware along with a custom controller. You know, I remember that being true uh on the Star Wars arcade game that was included as part of uh what was it, Rebel Strike, that third in the Rogue Squadron series that came out for the GameCube. You know, they had both the uh stand-up Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back game. Uh, included right along with that, but man, without that custom controller, I don't know. I suppose Battlezone probably does alright with two sticks. Uh, you know, so your your experience is going to vary. Uh, a lot of these games really depended on uh, a certain piece of hardware. Uh, Tempest being another good example without that uh, uh, spinning knob. Especially the Tempest knob and the noise it made when you played with it. Uh, the experience is just not going to be the same. But... That being said, uh, the service is worth downloading and checking out, especially since you get a chance to freely sample any of the uh, 30 initial titles that are included with it. As for myself, I may just play that one free game that's included. I don't know how many of those games I'm going to buy at 3 bucks each, especially with my bright, shiny new 360 sitting right here. Uh, finally get a shot at some of the exclusives uh, that were out for that console that I was... Uh, sort of, uh, locked away from for the longest time, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure how much interest I have in going back and playing stuff I've already played. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what, that's, that's good enough for news for now. I wanted to wrap this up, just let you know, uh, that you can find the Happy Game Family Go podcast on our website at www.happygamefamily.com. There you'll find, uh, past episodes that you can find for direct download in case you, uh, Don't happen to use the iTunes uh, uh, store to access our podcast. We do have RSS feed uh, right from the website that you can uh, use to let you know when there's a new episode that's out. Also on the website, you'll find guides to all the music tracks that we uh, use uh, in our interstitials between our various segments with credits and uh, a little education of where those came from. Uh, and, uh, you can send us any emails that you like at our email address, that's at yahoo.com. We also have a Facebook page, you can, uh, become a fan of ours there at Happy Game Family on the Facebook, you know, just run a search. Uh, and, uh, we have a Twitter that echoes a lot of those, uh, Facebook posts. In case you're more of a Twitter user than a Facebook user, you'll find that at twitter.com slash family. no spaces on that. So, thanks for joining us this episode, folks. Just want to let you know our next episode may be uh, spaced out a little longer than uh, what we started out with, and maybe uh, another three, four weeks for that next episode. Uh, I got some out-of-town travel I'm doing on some business here. So, uh, which is a good thing for me and for my family. So, uh, once again, thanks for joining us. And may all your gaming memories be happy as you move forward with your family and or friends. Have a good one, folks.
2: Fly, fly on the air.
1: Yeah. So-